to the unknown subject a criminal minds podcast oh wait that's supposed to be two lines isn't it that's fine sorry i took your lines that's totally fine i'm kelsey paul i'm kelly mcmasters parsons and we're here to watch um another episode of criminal minds today but i feel like we have to acknowledge that we live in a new era now we live in an era where criminal minds is off the air it's over. It's over. <laughs> it is over. Yeah. Welcome to the beyond. I mean, we're acknowledging this as two people who have not seen the most recent three seasons. Correct. Of Criminal Minds. We um, say we're fans. We say we're worthy of having a podcast about it, but yeah, we but we're not up to date. So, like, honestly, no spoilers. Um, but yeah, I feel like we have to just acknowledge that. Yeah. That it's happened. This is. The team has retired. We ACM. Have, we have no idea how or why or what, <laughs> how any of Are it wraps up. I don't know. I have no idea. No spoilers, I guys. have no idea. We'll get there when we get there. Um, but yeah, but the good news is, is you still have us. Yeah, you still have us and we're still just in season two, guys. Yes, you still have us. You still have Netflix. You still have Ion and um, all What's other. Ion? You don't have Ion? I, That's what is I, it? It's a channel. Oh. I'm talking about like all the channels that the reruns play on. Oh, you can, it's like Oxygen, mm. Ion. Does it play on like USA. USA. They're big on crime. Crime. USA is tough on crime. USA has a lot of crime procedurals. Yeah, um, I feel like that's what I always see Law and Order as being on. Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of places to go get your criminal minds fixed yeah. if you need it. But I would hope that this would be like at least one of your top five. Yeah. You know? If you had to rank your top five Criminal Minds locales. Yeah. I would hope that this would be Yeah, up let there. us be on that. Um, but, yeah. So, today we're going to watch Season 2, Episode 16, Fear and Loathing. Yeah. I have uh, no idea what this episode is about. Nope. Well, I kind of think I do, but based on the description, but I'm, I'm not totally sure. I could be very, very wrong. So. Do we have any business? Um... I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Thanks for participating in all our polls, guys. Oh, yeah. Thank you for participating. We will be throwing an extra bonus episode into the mix very yeah. soon. We're going to record that today. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. Um, no one gets a shout out because nobody made any suggestions. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> so you get what we give you. <laughs> Although we did have a, we made you vote. So we'll talk about yeah. that when we record yeah, that yeah. bonus episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we have any other business. I feel like we're ready to yeah, just we're ready get to, into it. To fold it in. Fold it in. If you say fold it in one more time. <laughs> Ten points if you get that reference. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We're going to get right into it. Let's I do feel it. like this is one of our quickest, uh. I'm sure we'll have much to talk about. Beginning businesses. All right. You ready? Yeah. I'm going to press play in three, two, one, go. All right. We open, we open in suburbia a tot is asleep that's not a tot i think that's a teenager um i'd say a preteen oh, oh a light. light goes out oh. in what looks like a closet yeah but, but it's but it was the, not a te- the teenager that's up. a woman it's a woman or a teenager i think it's a teenager that's a oh, teenager her parents went she's to sleep she's sneak. sneaking out she's about to sneak out her house 
I think this is the episode that I thought it was. She's well. sneaking out the window. And there uh, she goes. We're just like panning around the room and she's out the window. Have you ever snuck out of a window? I have. Oh. <laughs> really? You? No. Oh, okay. I was just thinking how in TV nobody ever has screens on their windows. Yeah, that's true. So. I always had screens on yeah. my windows. All right. So she's walking down the street by herself. Right in the middle of the road. She's sitting on a bench. She's a, dressed up, I would say. She is pretty dressed up. And a car door opens. She looks. A little down the street. In shadow. It's driving with no lights on. No, nope, bad sign. Very bad sign. But she's walking right up to it. And, and she, she says, says Ken, Ken, go home. Go home. And he says, Sandra. Oh, it is Ken. Ken looks like he's 10 years older than her. Yeah. But they're like. Ken looks fighting. like a college student. Sandra looks like a high schooler. Yeah. That's not 10 years. So she but. gets in the car with him. All right. We're in the car with Ken. And, and we're going to like. We're going to have it out. And, and he's like, a- I want to know where you're going. So is Ken like an ex-lover? Oh, yeah. yeah. They boy- we're boyfriend and girlfriend. She says, I'm not your girlfriend. Yeah. All right. Another car pulls up. It's New York license plate. So mm-hmm. we're in New York. And she says, I got to go. And he says, is that him? And she was like, no. And so Ken gets out of the car and he's like, he's muscling up. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Ken, my stop. masculinity. Do it. So he's it's a up. black car with tinted windows. Yep. Oh, and he the, he the driver shot. just shot him in the stomach. Ken. Oh, chest. Chest. Shot and in the chest. And and Sandra's freaking out. <laughs> Ken falls to the ground. Yep. Out of the car comes a, the person in the car. Yeah. The driver. The driver. The gun. Sandra runs. And he's, and he's shooting at her? No, he's just running after her, He's I think. giving chase. Giving chase. Uh, cinematography is just panning so from so many different angles She hides of her behind running. a tree. He can see you. He saw yeah, that you ran behind it's a like, tree. Sandra, there's not enough trees in this area for you Listen, to Listen, if you're. <gasps> and there he is, and he, he punched s- her. I was going to say slashes her. Oh, All right. I think he punched her. Suddenly we're in the FBI, and Emily Prentice is spilling coffee. Yeah. And Morgan goes, Good morning, Emily yeah. Prentice. And. Uh, Remember how in season one we thought they never are in the break room? Here yeah. They are in the break yeah, room. They are in the break room. Um. Uh, I think that the conversation that there has is having is based on the fact that Emily had a date last night and oh. Morgan was like, oh, how was it? And she was like, it's kind of weird to talk about my personal life. Like, I don't really want to go there. Yeah. And then she goes, I think I totally screwed up this date. <laughs> and they're, they're chuckling. Yeah. And he's like, what's hap- what happened? Suddenly, and Reed is says, in the background. She says, you have to understand I'm a nerd and I can fool people for days, weeks, weeks even. Weeks even. But then I blow my cover and I say something geeky. Oh, I feel that so much. Do you? You're yes. not a geek. I am deep down a nerd. <laughs> Kilgore Trout. What? Oh. Is this a... Oh. It's from Slaughterhouse Five. I never read Kurt Vonnegut, so Me I don't either. have any kind of reference point for this. It was really up my alley and I never read it. So now they're going back and forth about Kurt Vonnegut because she and Morgan apparently love Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're a Vonnegut fan. And they clink mugs. Yep. And Hotch is like, all right, we, guys, enough with the friending. Let's get yeah. to the conference Ken room. got shot. Oh. Ken got shot. Sandra is. 16 years old. She's singing in a talent show in the video that they're watching. Yep. They've got Ken. Her a picture of again, him. Off again boyfriend Ken, who still looks 10 years older than she yep. is. They were found in a mostly white suburb in Westchester County, New York. Um, And they believe that it's a series of hate crimes because Uh, previously they have other victims that are all um, African-American women. Ken is the first white dude. And oh, one. uh Oh, 
We see <laughs> the first of what. Oh. oh. She has a, they have swastikas the spray painted on their faces. have swastikas on their faces, which is not cool. That's the worst. And then there's also um, swastikas painted on the car of, I believe, Ken. Yeah, that was that looked like Ken's car because yeah. it was bright blue. Yep. Um, so we're trying to chat our way through the local reverend up in northern New York has taken this on as like a political thing. That he, so he's talking to the press and he's, you know, saying that they're, everything's ro- racially motivated. But the team, I feel like, is like, well, now we have a white person who's dead. So maybe that's not that simple. Yeah. That, that it's yeah. a racial thing, but could be. Neo-Nazis... Um, claimed responsibility is that what or well they're no, asking like no how did. common are neo-nazis in connecticut i think why can which like listen neo-nazis are everywhere <laughs> um reed keeps flashing back to that's his, what i said uh-oh too he's yeah. having flashbacks he's to got his, his tobias hankel situation yeah because obviously this is the first episode post hankel mm-hmm. um so gideon points out that if they don't get up there and stop this soon it could turn into a really um bad situation for this community because racial tensions and all of that stuff so mm-hmm. they're gonna get up there and try to figure it out yep um so speaking of tobias henkel i feel like kelly alluded to the fact at the end of the last episode that tobias may be dead but he is still with us he is, he is he haunts us he haunts us and he's gonna haunt reed and we're seeing just the beginnings of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very very soon to the episode so obviously they're like wanting us to know that yeah <laughs> He's like a little twitchy. Yep. All All right. right. We're in the jet. We're Mm -hmm. flying over New York City. Yep. So low. So low. Do you think that's CGI'd? I'm really happy you asked that. Oh my gosh. Do you know? I have a fun fact that relates (gasps) to the jet. Yay! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh, guys, stick around till the end of the episode. (laughs) All right. So the unsub is using drugs to commit the crime right and now we're flashing back to reed being shot up with dilaudid Mm -hmm. all right we're talking about what drugs were in them and they're saying there were no drugs present in the most recent victims the couple sandra and ken Mm -hmm. um and emily's just pointing out that that's just one of many things that are different about the two of them versus the previous ones um so I guess there's always the possibility that they're not related to the first set of victims. Okay. So Sandra got a letter saying, Sandra's we see Ken. you with Ken. Oh, like, I think you maybe will pay. People might've had problems with the fact that she was African-American and he was white. Yeah. We had a loving situation, mm-hmm. which it's like, come on guys. It's 20. This is 20, oh, 2007, seven, maybe six, seven. <laughs> I think we're um, probably to 2007 by now. Um, the note says, if you tell anyone about this, you will pay. So it's like, don't go to the police or anything like that. Um, so Reed is like reading between the lines, mm-hmm. profiling the person who wrote it. And he says it doesn't sound like it's a guy at all. It's a, so he thinks it's a woman. Because it says take care, which implies empathy. So yep. and he says all women use, have empathy. Men don't use that type of language typically. He says um, it is lack says, of sophistication. He says oh, lack of psychological f- sophistication tells us that it's probably another teenager. Yeah. A little teenage gal. Yep. 
So there, it's very likely that that's actually has more to do with like another teenager who likes Ken or something and just yeah. wants to break them up. So it might not be racial at all. So they're also saying that the cause of death on Sandra is unclear. Hmm. Like she got punched in the face. She has bruises on her neck, but they don't really know how she died yet. Not and, a gunshot like Ken. Yeah. So the fact that like whoever was inflicting this violence didn't finish mm-hmm. Either way means they're probably not super strong, mm-hmm. which in 2006-7 terms implies female. Mm. Although I know lots of women who could probably strangle someone. <laughs> <laughs> so the team is meeting our local cops and the mayor. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a lot of zippers on Morgan's jacket. <laughs> that is. Is that a zipper? Or, or is, is it, it just stitch? like. It's, it's a the, very like heavy a, stitching. Yeah, a thick. I thought it was Like a it's zipper. a dark fabric jacket. No. Fart jacket. <laughs> Dark fabric jacket yeah. with a thick, light-colored stitch. Yep. Um, so the team is telling the local guys that the first thing that they need to do is determine whether or not Ken and Sandra's murder are linked to the previous murders because they could be something totally separate. Um, but it, everybody seems to kind of be... Um, unsure about that and then the team says something about how they think that the person who left sandra the note is a teenage girl and they say oh well we actually had a teenage girl that we had in mind for all of Mm -hmm. this before huh so the police are saying they saw what i'm assuming was the note Mm -hmm. two weeks before she got murdered yep and they looked into it but and they had an idea her name is tanya because she and the reason they were suspecting her was because it was known that she had a grudge against ken and sandra um and so she was a natural suspect for that so they say see for yourself why she might do that oh tanya that's tanya also black Mm -hmm. um so the local cops like you want to make a 17 year old girl sweat that's gross and then he says i want to scare the hell out of her okay so gideon and hotch are at the crime scene for ken and sandra the car is getting towed Mm -hmm. um so sandra was a half mile from home that's pretty far to get on foot yeah and they were like, what were they doing here and the local cop says like well like teenagers come here to like hang out and drink beers and stuff yeah um, and they're like, yeah, but Sandra was dressed up like she was going to go out. And Ken was and not. And Ken wasn't. So it doesn't seem like they were coming here together. Right. So they're kind of putting together that exactly what happened. That yep. he just kind of like crept up on her. And they're saying that um, Ken obviously was shot in the street, but Sandra ran and then was dragged back to the street. Beat and strangled. And Why Gideon... didn't he shoot her too? You yeah. Know, he could overpower her. But he didn't think that he could overpower Ken. And Hotch says, no, it's more than that. Um, the fact that he let her run away risked the fact that she could have gotten away. Um, and Gideon's like, no, Sandra didn't have a date with Ken. She had a date with the unsub. This is very much um, Atlanta monster. Like, yes. Going to get Sandra. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. Let me murder her. Yeah. All right, so Morgan is talking to Tanya, and he's like, hate crimes are a federal crime, Tanya. Do you understand? You threatened people. And she's like, I didn't kill anybody. Oh, we're getting some good cop, bad cop situation, I think. Man cop, lady cop. Yep. Also. Because Emily steps in, she goes, I know you didn't kill them. You were angry with Ken. Like, I totally get it. She has a banging turtleneck on. Emily? Yeah. Yeah. 
And that the dye job on her hair looks fresh. Yeah. Like very black. It's a nice contrast, like very dark hair to the white turtleneck. Like a nice like Oreo sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cookie. I guess Um, it's not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. (laughs) Um, So Tanya seems to be thinking about opening up to Emily. Yeah. It's working. It's working. (laughs) Yep. And she's like, I get it. Like, you thought that you were Ken's girlfriend. Like, why was everybody against you? What was happening? And it she was goes, that stupid it talent was the show. stupid talent show. Which, like, hashtag high school problem. Yeah, I was just <laughs> as good as her. And she goes, she was just the, ch- the quiet little girl that nobody liked. But then she sings and suddenly she's a little Miss Popular. And, and Ken's, Ken's all over it. Her. Ken has a thing for singers. Yeah, he does. He's got a flinger with a singer. (laughs) (laughs) All Um, right. So Reed. That's that's not Reed. Dorgan says you wrote this for revenge. And Tanya starts to cry. She's starting to crack. And she goes, I know it was stupid. So we got her to own it But I just wanted to scare them. That's so dumb, Tanya. Yeah, that is so dumb. So dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Well, there she goes. Our only real suspect is now out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got to move on to plan B. Um, and they also called to just double check her alibi. And I'm assuming she has one. Yep. And yeah, Morgan's like, say, she didn't yeah, kill those two kids. Like, that's definitely not what's happening here. Yeah. All right. We are in a bathroom. Uh-oh. It's Reed in the bathroom. <laughs> He's gone into the bathroom. He goes into a stall. He looks, he it looks up and in down. as if to like check that no one's in there, but the door was on un- the stall door was unlocked. Yeah. Like, but he locks the he bathroom locks- door. You ever seen a bathroom that's door like that that locks? No, maybe just in the New York police officer office. Yeah, maybe. He just kind of <laughs> stares at himself in the mirror for a little while, and we're into with the leather into satchel. His satchel and, and out we've comes Dilaudid. Just two giant vials of Dilaudid. What did you call those? Giant? I think they're big. Those look regular size. I feel like they're big. You ever seen medicine like that? Yeah, I feel like they're usually a little smaller than that. All right, so someone's knocking on the door and they're like, Reed? And so he comes back out. And the out. door opened from the other side. That was weird. Were we looking through the mirror? I think we were looking mirror? through the mirror. Okay. Um, All right. Postmortem stab wounds. Okay. But they still haven't figured out what killed her, though, because they're saying it's still indeterminate. Um, Hotch says... That stab wounds postmortem indicates some sort of sexual sadism. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reed is like, her. The, what happened to her, Sandra is markedly different than what... That was a shot of Reed's toes, and I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, Reed had another flashback. Um, they're saying that the MO with Sandra is markedly different than the first two girls, and the local cop says, well, does that mean it's a different killer? And they say, no, he's just evolving. Yeah, and now he's starting to... F- fetishize and the team is now pretty confident that this is not a hate crime no he just has a very specific type mm-hmm. and he's probably trying to like like forensic countermeasure yeah with and gideon's like he's a serial killer like he has a type like all yeah. serial killers all right. do we cut to another african-american woman sitting, sitting on, on a s- bench i think this maybe the same bench perhaps but no. And the same car pulls up and rolls down the window and tells her to get in the car. And, and she, she says, Thanks. Don't get into people's cars. Yeah. After uh, Sandra was what the third girl to get murdered? Yeah. Like, like it's like you live point, in a pretty small town. Yeah. You should know that this is happening and like be like, huh, 
this person wants me to go sit on a park bench. Those yeah. girls were killed near park benches. <laughs> yeah, they maybe look just like me. Perhaps they I shouldn't do it. Dressed up. Yeah. All right. Next um, morning. So they're watching the news, news is on. and the local reverend is still going on and on about how the police aren't doing anything. His name is Barlow. And Reverend Barlow Williams. Oh, and he's, he's got a, a bat. bat. <gasps> Basically, he's saying that the police are not helping. That they, the black community here needs to help themselves because the police are not going to do it. Local detective asks about the swats because he's like, they're distraction. Like, yep. get over it. His serial sexual homicide. That's the point. Yep. Uh-oh, Siri thought I was talking to her. Oh. She heard um, He says, Gideon also says that the swastikas are done as a distraction, but also to, like, rile people up. Like, yeah. they know, he, the unsub is like smart enough crimes. to know that hate crimes are yeah. political. They get, you know, people mad, right? We so. can tell from Reverend yep. Barlow. Yep. Um, so Morgan so. points out that they need to go talk to the victims' families. And we are in a house. Talking to parents, I believe, of one of the first victims. The dad Sandra. looks like Shaquille O'Neal with his girlfriend. Like, he is so tall and big. All right. Yep. A sister pops out. A sister pops out. Her name, Her name is, is Bree. Bree with two E's. Um. Oh, because they asked the parents, like, is it easy to sn- sneak out of your house? And they're like, no. And the sister comes in and she goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> I changed it. Like, yep. you thought you fixed the windows? Well, I unfixed them. Yeah um and all right this is sandra's parents okay. yes and brie is saying that sandra was the good child like she didn't deserve this and emily's like nobody deserves this brie so gideon looks at all of the singing awards that sandra had and just says your daughter likes to sing and we cut back to the police station yeah. <laughs> all right so we're connecting that everybody's singing yep all of the girls like to sing just like sandra and they're all african-american between the ages of 15 and 17 and that's a very specific type Mm -hmm. this is yep um and she said and emily says that it that jj's there yeah she like wasn't there before but now (laughs) she is was she even on the jet okay um so they just oh, found out okay. that another victim has been taken. Which is the girl we saw get taken. Yes. And, and Hotch, they say she may still be alive. Right. Because she says that he says that the first few victims were not found for a couple of days. So there's still time. All right. So now so we're, we're seeing are... what I believe is the unsub because we haven't seen his face. He it, put a CD into in a stereo. studio. I'm Vicky. My name is Keisha. Oh, he's, oh, he's listening to his recordings. Yep. And we're like flashing back to him beating the previous victims yeah. and strangling them. So he's like reliving it. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Um, so now we're giving so the profile. Profile. He's a black male between 20 and 35. Uh, we know he's black because of his victims. Because and you don't kill outside of your race don't kill outside when your it's race. sexually motivated. Nope. Did you see those police hats? I did. They were doofy. They were. <laughs> doofy is a way to describe them. Yeah. They were like light blue. Yeah. That man's glasses were small. Um, Gideon says that he is a smooth talker. He feels at ease and has confidence, um, which means that it's like he can talk somebody into anything, especially like a young girl, I feel like. Yeah. All right. Reed is being Jeffrey Dahmer or sitting next to Jeffrey Dahmer. He's talking about Jeffrey Dahmer (laughs) and how how Jeffrey Dahmer got pulled over once with body parts in his backseat and and was able to talk his way out of it. That guy playing Jeffrey Dahmer looked nothing like Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, he just had like creepy murder glasses on. So we're kind of going in and out of, um, you know, green screen, like profile vision. Now yeah. Hotch is on the street with Victor Peliologus. I've never heard of that. Never one. heard of that guy. 
Um, but, basically, they're just giving us examples of unsubs and serial killers who have who use you know smooth talking and use things like the recording industry to like get in with victims right like, oh like i can make you famous or like i'm a you know i have a recording studio like come with me like right. we'll record a demo yeah. for you we'll get you out there yep um and so now jj is saying that we there might be a flyer yes that's like like that's Why? how he's getting these people to how they're contact all reaching him. out to him um and they're also saying there's probably someone out there that the ruse didn't work on and yeah. that's the person that they need to find because if they can get this out on the press and and talk about how he's probably getting in contact with these girls someone might come forward that say like oh somebody approached right. me and i thought it was weird like those are like berets yeah with what like the fuck are police, those hats? police things they on look them. like they look like like costume police hats that you would get out of a cheap costume pack that comes in like the plastic bag. Yeah, at like a Halloween store. Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. They don't They're match. So What's happening? Bad. Oh my god. They're like three shades of blue lighter than anything else on their uniform. <laughs> what the fuck? Listen, if you live somewhere where the police wear very These light weird blue police light hats blue, that are very of, loose. They also look a little bit like old timey milkman hats. <laughs> yes. Or the guy in the Maytag videos that plays yes! the appliances. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Picture that, but like Robin's egg blue. <laughs> All right. So now we're getting what we often get, I feel like, when we have cases like this. Um, the Tiny mayor, glasses is the, the mayor, mayor is concerned that the team is going to go out and talk to the press and say that they think that the unsub is black. Um, because obviously racial tensions are running high right now. And they're concerned that the team is going to go out there and get accused of racial pl- profiling. Yeah. Um, and they're like, the mayor's glasses are yellow. They're yellow? Like Jack Nicholson. Oh, Are they? No. His skin's just yellow. <laughs> like a, a weird... He's a little jaundiced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got to knee me up. So it sure. looks like um, maybe the mayor is considering kicking the team off the case because he, yeah. he doesn't oh, seem happy Oh, they found Naomi Dade. Yep. And JJ just came in. She's like, we have a ton of reporters af- yeah, out there. As we if have they to couldn't see through those windows. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Um, so it's up there. It's up to the detective now. So the detective, they're like, all right, detective, yeah. are you going to ke- keep us on the case? Or are you going to kick us out? What is he going to do? Fade to black. Fade to black. A long one. Because it's, it's still happening. It's still happening. All right. And we're, the reporters are in the station. And the detective is giving the profile. He well, he's not giving the profile. Something. He's talking to the press, not the team. Yeah. Um, and Hodge says, you made the right choice. So. I don't know what he said because I wasn't paying attention, but it was probably the right thing. Yeah. Um, and he says, I hope that it was the right thing. The last thing I want to do is spread fear that there's like a murderous black man out in the community, right. in a predominantly white community where that could get out of hand right. real fast. And that's fair. That's yeah. very fair. Um, um, so now jinx. they're talking about how they're going to get this information out to the kids and the girls that could potentially be the next victim and Gideon's like we have to talk to these kids face to face which means we're going to high school (laughs) uh they set up a tip line yep and then Morgan says do you want to join the patrols we can get back on the street I hate waiting around yeah pretend to be a beat cop and he's and the local detective's like yeah let's do it beats waiting around for more bodies yep Gideon is staring yep um, JJ says that tips have started to come in and um, they have Reed. fingers pointed at a local minister and Reed's Reed has a flashback 
They've so they've had they've had fingers pointed at the local janitor, a local minister. Basically, did they compare that minister to Jesse Jackson? I don't know. Did I see that correctly in the captions? All right. Yep. So oh, they also have people on the lookout for a large dark sedan, and they've had yeah. two sightings of the same vehicle. All right. Oh, so I don't remember what's happening here. All right. So Morgan, Morgan and local cop are sitting in the same car. Local cop is also a black man. Yes. That is important. Yes, it will become important in a minute. <laughs> um, and he just pulled down his sun visor in his car, and he's got pictures of his family. Like, now, I will also note they're sitting in local detective's dark Unmarked sedan. police car. Um, And so... Morgan is telling just said balls yeah he said he said that he felt like it it took balls to stand up to the mayor because the mayor wanted them gone and the local detective was like no they need to stay yeah and Morgan was like I don't have to work with that guy so it's not a big deal for me but like you have to stay here and they're having a little bit of a they're coming from a similar place like the the local cop just said like do you ever wish that it just didn't matter and he says what and he's like and he says color um, Judge me by the content of my character. Classic. So obviously, they're they're coming from a similar place. They're both black men who are in law enforcement who have probably had similar challenges put in front of them coming up in law enforcement, and so they're kind of talking about their experiences. Yeah. And How appropriate. We're recording this on Leap Day, the final day of Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> what a lovely thing to point out. <laughs> Um, celebrated all basically they're just talking about how how it's exhausting sometimes and the local detective is saying how it's really frustrating to deal with somebody like the mayor in his town who's more concerned about not offending people than you know doing the right thing um and morgan likens them to foot soldiers on the streets getting Getting the job done done. and he goes "Hmm, hmm, foot soldiers soldiers only ones who ever really get results. And, and they he's like, chuckle. yeah, and they chuckle and Oh, smile. there's that show more and more smile. Ugh, it's a beautiful smile. All right. They okay. saw the car, a black town car. And he says, just a flu box, a flu, a flu box from Sandra's house. And so now they, they go. speed off towards it. But they didn't turn on their lights. Nope, they didn't. So they turn. And they're following. They're, they're following. following. And they the s- car has stopped. S- and they stopped very close to it i feel yeah, like if they, they're tailing it they shouldn't be that close to it yeah they're not there's no okay or so buts they get out of the car happening. and they draw their guns yeah and morgan approaches Morgan's the driver's side door and no one's in no the one's there and he says Rattling. nothing but they hear something from behind a house or to the side of a house so they go to follow it but they split up don't split up did we learn anything never split up so local detective is in a shed, a shed. Uh, morgan's in the backyard yep and he's so don't local detective don't go in the shed oh i think I remember you what remember happens. what happens oh, yeah no. okay we hear a dark car door close so morgan turns around Guy gets out of the shed. Local detective is out of the shed and has He's walking back up the driveway. Well, he's walking, I think, towards where Morgan went. Oh. Yeah. So Morgan. Morgan is back out of the. It's very confusing the layout of this. And people. Oh, the dark car was just a limo service. Someone getting picked up. So, False alarm, just a car service. So, yeah. So, he goes over the radio. Morgan says, and he's like, never mind. And he says, okay, I'll be right out. And he walks back towards the front of the house and <gasps> gets shot by a white dude scared white dude and yep. the guy goes i got him honey i got him honey and where detective Ware is just like on the floor on and the morgan like tells him to freeze put his down a weapon he says we're cops damn it i'm fbi and, and the, the guy's, guy's like wait like, what huh huh 
And he says, and so I'm Morgan's gonna like, re- I'm going to reach for I my feel like gu- it should be evident by the earpiece. So yeah, clearly that he's on his not head. a criminal. And he's like, shows him his badge. Meanwhile, Ware is like bleeding out of his yeah, mouth. Yeah, literally. The shot was square in, in the chest. Torso. And the guy goes, oh, I didn't know. And he says, give, me, like, your give me your damn gun, you idiot. Call 911. This man needs help. Yes. And he's bleeding out of the yeah. mouth. And he says, no, no, no. Come on, man. Oh, oh he's going cross-eyed so dead. So much blood out of his mouth. I think he's going to die. This is some real heavy shit. It is. This is like... Like, you get, like... Oh, my gosh. He's like, you have two kids, dude. Don't do this. I saw the picture. What's your little one's name? Oh, and he can't answer. Oh, Dwayne. so cross-eyed right now. Yeah, he is very cross-eyed. He says, come on, man. Do it for Dwayne. You ain't going nowhere. All right, all right. Tell me about Dwayne. He can't tell him about Dwayne. Oh, Where's the dude that shot him? He went to go call 911. I know, but, like... You'd think he'd be out trying to help by now. No, he's on the phone with 911. Have you ever called 911? You no! don't You don't just call 911 and be like, hey, come over, and then hang up. They keep you on the line <laughs> until they get there. <laughs> well, he bleeds out and dies. Yeah, he's dead. Sad. This is just like, we get like, Morgan's molested. We get read addicted to drugs. Yeah. We get black guy killed yeah. falsely yeah. by an idiot citizen. Like, yeah. this is just like... Heavy thing after heavy thing. So heavy. All right. We see so him being carted away. His body is being taken sheet. away. So sad. And Hotch just he was a good showed cop. up. He was a good cop. And Hotch he is was pissed one of off. Our, yeah, he is. He's walking pissed off. And he says, what the hell happened? And the, lo- the guy's like, I didn't know he was a cop. We saw a black car parked in front of our house and... You know, you said that we should watch out for a black guy with a gun. And he so said, you shot him. And he goes, I was scared. Like, I have a family. And the local other local cop goes, yeah, well, so did Detective Ware. And he slams yeah. the door in his face. Like, obviously, you, middle-aged white man, are not the unsubs type. Why would yeah. you think he would hurt you? Yeah. <sighs> so Morgan's sitting across the street on the curb, and he's clearly very upset, rightfully so. Dramatic exhalation. Hotch is like, are you okay? And he doesn't really say anything. He just shakes his head. Is this going to be Garcia? No. She's not in this episode, apparently. Yeah, she isn't really. And it's JJ, and he says, you're kidding. Another girl just went missing. And he says, all right, we're on our way. So Morgan gets up, and they walk away. Um, So the girl's name is Allie. She told her mom that she was sleeping over at a friend's house, but she never showed up there. Classic. I'm at Jaina's. And um, she fits the victimology to a T like very good to girl she sings she's African-American she doesn't get into trouble yeah um they found somebody though that says that someone approached her with the same ruse about a record company yeah um and so they brought her in to talk to her and she says he's a black guy he came in claiming that he was a music executive and he uh, he approached me um after i was singing oh, church he goes choir. to churches to yep. so that's how he's talent. that's how he's finding them at church mm-hmm. um and she says and cozy cool do you need some no i'm good okay um it's a long one so <laughs> good to know <laughs> Um, and she says that all she got was his name and his phone number and she thought it looked fake. And she says, how could anyone fall for that? <laughs> and Gideon asks if she still has the card and mm-hmm. she says she didn't keep it. They say, why? And, they say, why? and she I goes, know I him. know him. And mm-hmm. Gideon's just staring at her like, do you Zoom. want to tell us what Zoom. his name is? Garcia! Garcia! She is in it. Yeah. 
There she is. She looks so cute. She does. Got cute red glasses on today. Yeah. All right. Guy's a freelance musician playing for the high school girls choir. You never- Terrence Wakeland. You don't. Pe- no. This is all wrong. This isn't how choirs work? No. Not a high school choir? Like, it's somebody who works at the school who would play for them, wouldn't it be? Yeah, literally the choir <laughs> like, teacher. like, that's every can, choir that I ever the had. The choir teacher can play the piano. Yeah. Like. All right, so he grew up outside, outside of the Bronx. Of Bronx. His studio went belly up a few months ago, mm-hmm. but he works there as a security guard. Oh, man. He even looks like the Atlanta monster. He does. This is so, like, on the nose, minus the gay part. Well, yeah, basically it's the... it's And it's in New York. Yeah. All right, so we're seeing... Allie, Allie, I'm assuming. She's in the front seat of the car, and the guy's like, oh, I'll have you back before your parents know that you're gone. She's like, like, okay, let's go. So they're racing towards the city. They're going to Mount Vernon, not George Washington's house. No, there's lots of Mount Vernons all over the country. It's All right. right. She's singing. singing. I know her. What else is she She is in something, and I don't know what it is. Classic. Is it this? Is it just this episode? (laughs) Is this what I recognize her from? I don't know. She's singing beautifully. That really looks like the recording studio they record Catch Your Dream in. Catch your mm. dream. It's, wow. your it's like Chris Pratt is here. Yeah, totally. All right, so she's singing, and he's like, oh, that was really good. You and killed he that w- tape. And she was like, really? So, like, she's just eating it up. Yeah, she just, like, loves the she's attention. She's loving the attention and the confidence, I'm man. I'm going to look up what she was in. Okay, please do. I need to know. All right, so in he comes, and it's our unsub that we know, Terrence. And so he's just like... That was great. Like, where do you like? Where do you normally sing? And she's like, "Oh, just in my living room." And he goes, "Do you want some water?" And she's like, "Sure." And there's water in only a, three bottles in a tiny thing. Did he open it? For I her? would say that that was a refrigerator. A tiny, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> a tiny thing. All right, so she drinks out of the water bottle. Cops are going fully the wrong way down the road. Those are such old, tiny looking cop cars. They're so boxy. Um, and they're getting, they're hit, it's typical New York bullshit. They're hitting all these road stops and construction thingies. <laughs> construction zones. You're killing it today. So I think we're under agreement that he laced the water with whatever oh, yeah. it is. Because she's drinking it and yeah. he's just waiting. Yeah, he's like, you got a smoky tone. Like, yeah. She's 30s Harlem. And she just keeps to end. Now her vision's going fuzzy. Yeah, we are and victim visioning. Yep, and, she's and she's just like un- she's unsteady. Yep, she's going to fall off her stool here in a minute. And, he, and and yeah. we're panning. Yeah. We're zooming, we're zooming in on voice. her eyes, and they fade to black. Away. Long fade to black. Mm-hmm. Long ones in this. All season. right, so we're opening back up to Allie. She's still, <laughs> still fading out. In and yeah, out and she's still the grabbing the stool. And he goes, and, "Are you okay?" And she goes, and she's "Yeah, like, I'm yeah, just a little, just a little dizzy. dizzy." And then he says, "Her name's Camille Winbush." Okay. That's as far as I've gotten. And he says, oh, like, your voice is so... She was in the Bernie Mac show. I don't feel like... That's... can't. I've never watched the Bernie Mac show. Oh. I can't feel like that's the thing that I would <laughs> that's recognize That's definitely where from. I recognize her from. Oh, oh he just hit her! He, he whacks her in the she head. She doesn't fall down, though. Good girl. Stuck up a little bit. So he's obviously now... She oh, kicked she kicked him in the penis! Nards, right in the <laughs> nards. And she runs. Run, Ellie, run. Yes. He's, he's coughing. coughing. It's like, yeah, she kicked she you in stumbled. the dick. So she stumbles out onto the street. And she's, oh, she's I remember what happens here. Me too. Yeah. Okay, so she's like really getting out, like out of it. She can barely see what's happening. Yeah. But she's calling for help and kind of stumbling. But she's like in 
the middle of nowhere. Like it's She was the, also in The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Did you watch yes, that? Yes, that's where I saw it from, mm-hmm. where, where I know her from. All right, so Hotch is there with Morgan. They just pulled up to the front door of the recording studio and they go in, but she must have gone out a side exit. Yeah, she went like straight out of the studio yeah. and not like up through the office. Yep. All so, right, so they, Hotch and Morgan are in the studio. Yep, and they're checking. And they say, check the back. They don't see anything so far. A lot far. of wood. This is a lot, lot of wood and mirrors. A lot of wood. All right. Nothing, Guitars. Nothing. The sound booth. Yeah. There's a microwave. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, they just keep. There's. Where is everybody else? Well, the other cops are out back or oh, outside. Right. Okay. So they see so, that there's a struggle. They see the water bottle and some stuff has fallen over. And, um, and Morgan just found find, all the CDs. He finds all the CDs. For you who are in Generation Z, a CD <laughs> is how we used to store and share information. <laughs> Mostly music. All right. So they're like, they were here and they couldn't have gone very far. And he says, it's their voices. that Those are his, his souvenirs. souvenirs. Yep. Gross. That's his trophies. All right. So Which we know go. because we saw him. All right. Oh. All right. So one There's of the cop. other cops sees her and she goes, help me, help me. And she now says, that what's cop the matter? Hat is a normal cop Right. This is, and this is NYPD. So this is not. Oh, right, 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 right. This right. is not the cops that they've been dealing with. So he's not going to know that they're looking for her. He just and, happens to be there. And so unsub Terrence comes up and he goes, oh, yeah, you just found my sister. Like, I'm baby ta- cousin. Oh, baby cousin. Like, he's like, oh, like, she got wasted. Like, I'm taking her home. Like, come on, Allie party's over you want like, me to tell you what your parents have done yeah and the cop is believing it all he is but he's not because he's like do you know this man and the and he won't even let her answer and she's like she's really out of it i'm sorry come on ellie you can sleep it off when you get home and then the cop was questioning a another woman woman of the night of the night and so he distracts but more and cop the cars sirens are blaring yay they made it and there's Morgan. And it's Morgan. Why did he come out of the cop car? He I was don't in know. the building. Why didn't they just run around the corner? <laughs> All right. And Yep. And they're holding him up. Yep. And he's up against the wall and he's looking like he's going to run for yeah, it. Yeah, he's really the other cop, the other cop, the poor cop, the NYPD cop that has no idea what's he just has his gun out and he's like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> I'm pointing my gun, but I don't know. So Hotch tells the rest of the cops to put their guns down, which they do. They do. And, and Morgan is the only one with his gun up, and he gets really close to the end. He says, get away from the girl, and he does. He, he puts turns, his he hands behind go. his head, and Hotch carries her away. Metallic rattling. <laughs> That's the <laughs> caption for the handcuffs. When you get he cuffed, says, let's go. Metallic rattling. Yep. And they put him in the car. Somebody get that poor girl some medical attention. Yeah. She's she been needs, roofied. She needs water. Like Real clean wa- water. Real water. Oh, Morgan just like slammed that door with such attitude. Yeah, he's pissed, and man. he's like really giving it him the look. All, All right, right, Amazing Grace is playing on bagpipes, so we this are at the cop funeral. Detective Ware's funeral. It's very sad. Single rose placed by his widow's sunglasses <laughs> are so big. Wow, they, they took up like a ski goggles. They took up a third of her face. We remember that was an age when sunglasses got There's bigger so and bigger. Hats. Oh man, that They're one Maytag white one has pulled down far too They're far. They're Maytag cap hats. There's his kid, Dwayne. Oh. 
they're so little. In in comparison, Morgan sunglasses are so tiny. They are. It it was like a mix of like the world's tiniest sunglasses, like you were Neo in the Matrix, yeah, or the world's biggest, like you were Paris Hilton. I mean, listen, I feel like most of us who were alive in the mid early two thousands had ski, those very are ski goggles, big sunglasses. She was giving me some Vanessa Williams realness. Yes, she was. Okay, so Morgan is, everyone's left, but Morgan's still standing there, and Emily comes up and asks him if he's all right. She's wearing giant sunglasses. Not as big, though. Not as big. Not nearly as big. Just Um, like I'm pretending to be incognito sunglasses. So Morgan is saying that he understands what it's like to grow up without a father. That's true. He was them. Yep. And he says, my father, like, my father died as a cop, too. And it doesn't make it any easier that he died in the line of duty. Yep. And, and just she walks just walks away. And Prentice just kind of follows his path. Yep. All right. Here we are in the jet again. Yep. Flying. Flying home. Back over. NYC. And There's look JJ. how comfy JJ is. JJ is she is reclined. fully laid out on the couch. She's got a blanket and a book. It looks lovely. Honestly, I wish I could fly like that. Yeah. Uh, Prentice, Prentice has a copy of a Kurt Vonnegut book. And he, she gives it to Morgan and he makes him happy. She found it in the airport. Can you believe it? Like, yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, Everybody, they have bookstores in the airport. Yeah, like, we have all seen Hudson News. <laughs> They're every three feet. <laughs> but he made it made him smile, which is nice. And their friendship is blossoming. Reed is Just in a corner. Being, and Morgan's like, are you okay? And he doesn't and even he doesn't listen to him. He doesn't attention. even look up. And he's like, huh? He's high. Yeah, he is, dog. Because <laughs> he's kind of like... Not even oh they're yeah they're playing cards and he was just like staring at his cards. Thanks his for eyes, broadcasting it. Yeah. Oh, sass so from Reed. Sassy. A rarity. Yeah. And Morgan's like, whoa, dude, like whatever you say to me is in confidence between us. And he says, nope, I don't want to talk to you about it. Whereas Reed has been the only person at any other point in this series so far to actually notice when something's wrong with anyone else. Yep. And Morgan's Someone like, listen, it in him. and Morgan's like, listen, like you went through something really traumatic. Like nobody expects you to rebound overnight. And if you have something that you want to talk about, like we I'm here for you. Don't they usually make the agents later in the series who go through equivalent experiences take some time, take off. time off and they have well, to pass like an they eval. might have done that to him. And we might have just missed it. Yeah, they might true. have not have really. Um, I was going to say it wasn't as long as some of the other ones, but a certain character has a, a short stint as well, being mm-hmm. a captive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do, honestly. That's true. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of quite a few now. Yeah. So Reed is finally opening up a little bit, and he's telling Morgan that what really seems to trigger him is the crime scene photos. Yeah, which, um, yeah, okay. And he says that he looks at them, and he's like, and he says that now that he's been in their shoes, he knows what they were thinking and what they were feeling before they died, which is, Ooh. like, really hard for him to yeah. deal with, which, pff, understandable. <laughs> and Morgan's like, that's called empathy, and it's a good thing. Yep. And But and he, Reed, oh, my Ooh, God! fingernails! Oh! oh! Oh, oh my god, his they fingernails were so, were long. so long. <gasps> It's oh, like he had no. a French manicure. Oh no. They were so long. I d- I'm sorry guys, mm. I have to get back into what's happening cuz I got so distracted by that. Morgan is telling him to make ha- use it to be a better profiler in person. Yeah, because he's like, well, what do I do with this? And he's Ew, like, it's going to make you better nails. at the job. Oh. But I can't like oh, his hands fact. keep like a little bit peeking into the shot. And you can just and see can his see long, the, long just the whites of his nails. Like, like he plays classical guitar. 
and uses. Oh, What's what? the name of that guy who sells guitars on TV? Esteban. I what? <laughs> Esteban. You've never seen Esteban? No. All right, episode's over. <laughs> Mark Gordon, whatever. <laughs> We're talking about Esteban. Who gives a shit? Esteban does like like a home shopping network, but with guitars. Look him up. I look at his fingernails. I They're will long. look him up later. You need long fingernails to play classical guitar because you don't use a pick. Because you, so you use your fingernails as the pick. Correct. That's disgusting. Nature's pick. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, the first thing that I saw, because the first thing you see when his hands go up is like his pinky fingers, which, which is like, like a, a coke nail. Thing, <laughs> it's a coke nail. But like, Kelsey would know. <laughs> I don't do booger sugar anymore. Do you want to hear the story about how I snuck out of my parents' house? To it's do not cocaine? Re- no, never to do. Never to do cocaine. No, I just. There, she did that we, at home. We No. <laughs> no one. I never did cocaine. I've never done any type of hard drug. I'm a good person. Um, <laughs> no, we just used to snake. There's a. My parents' basement mm-hmm. um, is a walkout basement. And oh. so we couldn't go out the door because my parents have an alarm that chimes when the doors open. Uh-huh. And so we snuck out the window. And I don't even remember where we went, to be totally honest. You and your siblings? No, me and my friends. We were spending, like, had my friends spending the night at my house. Uh, And we went out to, I guess, meet our other friends? What the fuck did we do? How old were you? High school. And your parents didn't hear the car start? No. Why do you, no. Why would they hear the car start? How loud is your car when it turns on? I can hear cars from my house. No, my (laughs) parents' bedroom is in the back of our house. On the opposite side of where our driveway is. from okay. So, like, that would be too far. They would they would not hear anybody's car start. Also, like, you don't... There are no other cars on your street that turn on. That your parents would just automatically be like, a car is starting. It must be Kelly. Like, that's not how that works. I mean, I never snuck out and right. had that issue. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> Take it either as I was. A goody-goody? Or a goody goody just Absolutely. was not invited to <laughs> sneak out and goody goody. I didn't <laughs> or loser. <laughs> I didn't run in the kinds of circles that needed to sneak out. It was just oh, we all want to hang out. Let's go ahead and hang out. Yeah, we didn't need to lie. This was after curfew. Did you have a curfew or no. not? You didn't have a curfew when you were in high school. No, your parent Robin just said stay out all night. I don't give a shit where you are. I mean, if I was staying the night at someone else's house, I'd stay the night in, until I could drive, in which case the state enforces an 11 p.m. curfew. I would be like, oh, can I, like, stay out a little bit later? And they'd be like, yeah, like, make sure you're home by, like, midnight. What the fuck? So you didn't have a curfew until the state told you yeah, that my you junior, had to be home at 11 p.m.? license. That, we don't have that in Illinois. Oh, in Pennsylvania... When you first get your license until you're 18, unless you took driver's ed, you cannot drive after oh, 11. Oh, right. Because we need to talk about the fact that in Pennsylvania, not everyone takes driver's ed. Yeah, no. Which is why they like, can't drive here. That's, nothing irritates me more than when you and Molly talk that's about it. a different it. conversation that's not appropriate for here, but just know that it's true. Anyway, I, this episode. Anyway, this episode. Just it's fine. It's the Atlanta child killer. It really is. And when it, I was correct that this was the episode that I thought it was, and I because rem- I remembered the recording studio thing. Yeah. And I remember thinking when I was thinking about it this morning before I came over here, I was like, it's very much like the Atlanta child murders, which is that if you watch um, 
mine hunter that he's using a recording studio or as his way if in. you just know about the atlanta, atlanta child murders yes. you don't have to just learn them from mine hunter yes okay sorry yeah you could have listened to she, got, sorry guys i pissed her off because i told her that people in pennsylvania can't drive and nothing listen makes have her you more spent angry. time in the entire state you don't know all of us <laughs> You're right. I just know the ones in Pittsburgh that can't drive. You're technically a Pennsylvanian. Technically. So no. you suck at driving. No, I'm a perfectly good driver. Thank you. How does Because I took driver's How ed. does sitting at a desk reading the driver's manual make you a good driver? Do you think that that's what driver's ed is? That's what it is. No. Is it not? No. That's what it is here. Listen. This is a whole What did you different. do? What did you do? We had to take like tests. We went out and we drove with instructors. We watched. We had to like do all of the. We did lots of instructional videos. There were a lot of instructional oh, videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You really learned by it. watching. All right. I'm not having this conversation with you because you're getting so fired up over I something am. so stupid. <laughs> we have to take the Red Bull away. She's getting oh too Oh, my angry. God. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a recommendation? Is, is it, it my turn? turn to go first? I don't know. I'm going to go first. Okay. I have a recommendation. <laughs> hear ye. Hear ye. <laughs> Did we have anything else we wanted to say about this episode? Listen, if oh. you want to know about the Atlanta child murders, I really suggest, this is not my recommendation, but I do suggest the, there's a podcast series called Monster, and one of the seasons mm-hmm. is about the, the first season is about the Atlanta monster, they call it. Second season is about Zodiac. It's pretty good. Third season is DC Sniper, and I've only listened to maybe 10 minutes of it because hmm. Cassie and I are listening together, but we always forget about it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty good, and it makes you really go, did he do it? Did he not do it? Mindhunter, they're like, he yeah, for they, sure did they it. They present Whatever his name is. I forget it. What? Whose name? Jonathan Groff? No, the murderer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Literally. Williams. Wayne? Wayne. Wayne Williams. Wayne Williams. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's change gears. <laughs> do it again. Change gears again. I'll do it when it's time for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. My recommendation is a, a lovely television series yet again premiered three years ago. And here we are. Three years ago. Really? Yes. Wow. 2017's when the first season came out. Season three just premiered the other day. Wow. It stars the now controversial Jessica Biel. <laughs> and the maybe controversial, but I don't know, Bill Pullman. Is Bill Pullman controversial? I don't know. He oh. might be. I don't want to say he's amazing because what if he's like actually like a Harvey Weinstein? Oh. But I guess he wouldn't. I so think you'd know. I think you would know. Here, I'll give him a quick Google search. Yeah. Just any red sure. flags pull up. <laughs> Jessica Biel's an anti-vaxxer for those who are wondering. If you are an anti-vaxxer, I'm sorry. Read a textbook. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The show is The Sinner. So if you haven't watched it yet and you're a fan of Criminal Minds, I think you would very much enjoy it. It's it sucks you right in. It's just like Criminal Minds, Mindhuntery, like adjacent, like Bill Pullman is trying to figure out like why Jessica Biel does what she does and like she doesn't know why she does it. I think it's okay to like Bill Pullman. All right, Bill Pullman gets the okay. <laughs> Congratulations. No immediate red flags come up. <laughs> Congratulations, Bill Pullman. Um, highly suggest it. It's on Netflix. Each season is only eight episodes. Um, so Cassie and I watched season one in two nights. Um, we're on season two. So far, 
it's not as good in my opinion. Um, but season three has Matt Bomer in it, which speaking of people who can't drive because they're from Pittsburgh, Matt Bomer is from Pittsburgh. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. So is Zachary Quinto. I did know that. And Joe Manganello. What's his name? Joe. Joe. I think that was correct. Manganiello. Sophia Vergara's husband. Yeah. They come to Steelers games a lot. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's lots of famous people from here. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Yes, okay. we, we let's got take it. a cue from the man himself, Mr. Rogers, and be kind to your neighbor. Oh, my God. Okay. okay? <laughs> so The Sinner, season one. It's great. Jessica Biel deserves every award she was nominated for for that. I don't know why she didn't win, but I think I do because Elizabeth Moss was also nominated and she's fucking amazing in Handmaid's Tale. So, yeah. Um, so that's my recommendation. Um, let's shift gears again. And you stall shortly after that gear change because it's not very good. (laughs) It's time for a fun fact. It's fun fact corner. What's my excitement horn? (laughs) What's mine? Isn't yours like choo-choo or something? (laughs) Choo-choo? That's a train. (laughs) No, it's like... It's ham horn. Oh. (laughs) Mine's ham horn. Yours is... Yours is... That's yours. (laughs) Very similar, but technically different. Um, Anyway, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this week's fun fact is about the jets that they, quote unquote, go to crime scenes in. Correct. Um, So obviously a signature thing about Criminal Minds is that the episodes typically start and end with them flying home on the jet or flying on the jet. You see a jet in the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're, they're often different jets because we've noted yeah, that they have different we've numbers We've absolutely on them. seen like five or six different jets. And so if you've ever wondered like where, what is that? Is it a green screen? It's not. Because the fun fact is, is that. She um, has a full paragraph on her phone. Well, right it's now. from IMDb. I screenshotted it because I wanted wow. to get the details right. Okay, go ahead. Um, So the jets that are shown are always Gulf Streams. Oh. They're Gulf Streams of various different models, which is why the numbers are always different on the side. There is G, G, they've got a G4, G5 of all, all different like ones. Like a G6. Like a G6. Popping um, bottles in it. But the tail numbers shown are registered to Gulf, Gulf Stream Corporation, indicating that the shots are taken from publicity materials for Gulfstream. Oh! Which is where they get them. So Gulfstream has, you know... That's Gulfstream B-roll! Yeah! That's Gulfstream B-roll. So that's so it's not a green screen. It's actual jets flying around. But it's from Gulfstream. Wow! That's a good one! Yeah! Yeah! I really worked out. So far, I've been really nailing it with the... Uh, yeah! With the fact fun I facts. could not have brought... Th- that could not I have know. happened we any better. couldn't have We literally did not plan that. But we didn't. We didn't plan it, We guys. didn't plan it. That's but good. yeah, so if you've ever wondered what what the deal is with the with the jets, there you go. That's really they obviously good have know. some kind of partnership with Gulfstream that yeah. they let them use their publicity yeah, footage. Fuck Boeing, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> their planes go missing. They fuck explode. Boeing. They catch on fire. Um, the windows just fly out. Did you ever hear about that woman who got sucked out the window because there was no. a crack in it? No. There's a crack in the window on a Boeing. Cassie's also looking at you like you're crazy. No, but. she knows this is true. Oh. oh. <laughs> Whoa. Cassie goes, no, I was looking at you. <laughs> to Kelsey. <laughs> a woman was on a Boeing plane on a regular old flight. When did this happen? Uh, a couple years ago. There's a small crack in her window. 
and if you know anything about airplanes, <laughs> I, I get the pressure differential. Were. I just don't remember this. It cracked. I remember the and she got on fire. sucked out. I don't remember that. I must have blocked that out. Sucked right out. I Lost remember. Style. I've been told many times about my mother because my mom's very big about not going to the bathroom on planes. Your mom seems like she would have been a flight attendant. No, she never was. She was a dental hygienist. One of my good friends growing up, her mother was a flight attendant. Oh, okay. But my mom, when she flies, is like, keep your seatbelt fastened mm-hmm. all the time, even when the even when the yeah, light's not on. they tell you that. I know, but she was always like, don't even go to the bathroom if you can help it. Because she used to tell me a story when I was a kid about a lady that... <laughs> oh, no. Like a flight attendant that, like, there was turbulence and, like, the top of the plane came off. And she <laughs> flew out. Which I'm now... Which I was always like... Which I was always like, if the top of the plane comes off, like, everybody's fucked. Like, I don't know how that means. Having your seatbelt on is not... I picture you like a kid's toy plane where they just, like, open up the top. <laughs> and put the little like play school people in it and then they fold it back up like it was like a St. Elmo or what was it St. Elmo's fire where it was all in a snow globe oh yeah St. Elsewhere or something no, I know what you're talking about yeah you're close. <laughs> it was like this airplane story was all in a kid's play school I know airplane. it doesn't make sense but that's <laughs> the <time. laughs> that plane took its top off <laughs> like, the whole if this really happened and like all those people died I'm sorry yeah but that's what she, that's what she told me I don't know. <laughs> so, wait, so what's this have to do with a very specific flight attendant? It doesn't. It's just that, like, like I don't fly away. <laughs> what it has to do is that I don't remember the story about the lady getting sucked out the window, but when I think about somebody <laughs> sucking sucked out of a plane, that's what I think of. <laughs> oh, Cassie's got something. She's just tapped me on the shoulder. Top of plane comes off is what she Googled. Aloha Airlines, April 28th, 1988. It was a a Boeing 737. That's a real thing. That's totally what she was telling you about. It lost the section of its roof at 24,000 feet between Hilo, Hawaii, and Honolulu, killing one flight attendant. (gasps) It was real! (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. It was real. Also on this date in history, Maryland was ratified as a state. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Um... Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. <laughs> also, like, good for my mother. I really thought she made person. that up. That's, I don't know. I guess if they weren't that high, if they were able to land but again. But isn't, like, 30,000 where you can, like, start, like, running around? Like, isn't what? that, like, cruising altitude? I don't know. That's crazy. Wow. That's unbelievable. All this time, I thought she made that shit up. <laughs> she did not. That happened, like, right before you were born. Yeah. Very much. So she clearly was recalling that specific incident. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's wow. so weird. Wow. wow. Well, there you go. There are your fun facts about Boeing. All sorts of things. And we just talk shit on Boeing. Jets. But guess what? I have no choice. I fly on Boeing every time. Yeah. We don't have a choice. We're not the BAU. Nope. I wonder what the real BAU flies in. Commercial, I imagine. <laughs> Actually... <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact because in Mindhunter, the book, he talks about like, you know, flying all over the place to have mm-hmm. to get free cases. And there was like only one or two where they like spent the money to have him like flown there specifically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if it's like a real dire situation, but for the yeah. most part, they're just flying commercial. Lee. Lee. <laughs> well, BAU agents, they're just like us. They go to the grocery store, they fly commercial. That person sitting next to you on the plane right now might be in the FBI. Might be. 
That reminds me in Bridesmaids when Melissa McCarthy. You're the marshal. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not. It's funny because they're married in real life. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, that's it. That's it. That's all we got for you this time. Please continue to engage us on social media. Yes, please. We appreciate the attention. We do. Um, um, stay tuned for that bonus episode. It is coming very soon. Yeah, watch out. It's going to get you. Get you. <laughs> Our Instagram handle is at the unknown subject podcast. Our Twitter handle is Twitter unknown sub pod. Mm-hmm. And that's that on that. Also, I just want you to know that Kelly knows that those of you who li- who voted in her <laughs> Twitter poll on Instagram, she knows that you were lying about following us on Instagram yeah. or on Twitter. Yeah, because only like other podcasts follow us on Twitter. Give the Twitter some love, you guys. Yeah, I've tweeted like three times. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> you can mention us. I yeah. get it. I'll get it if you mention I'll us. I'll get it. That's how I'll get works. the little ding on my phone. Yeah. Okay. I finally awesome. updated the logo to the new logo. Nice. M- months after we did months. it. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, leave us a review. Five stars only. <laughs> four stars go home. I was going to say, I'd take a four star <laughs> if you wanted to give us one. If you slap someone on their bare skin, do you call it giving them a five star? Only if it's their butt. No. <laughs> it's in the pool only if like it's a it's a fully spread hand yeah you see all five yeah yeah okay i was just checking to see if that was like a universal thing i think it everybody is. did yeah i think it is okay cool okay awesome i'm glad that we're on that same <laughs> um let us know if you've ever given someone a five star <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah thanks for being here thanks for uh listening to another lovely episode of the unknown subject we'll be back again next week but until then as they say when they catch the unsub it's It's over over